Hey everybody, this is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Brent Griffiths, and of course, he is Brent McIntosh. Where are you this month? Well, by the time this particular podcast airs, I'll be in Denmark. Really? Or Sweden, or somewhere over in Europe. And why? Because I'm heading to Europe to play some recreational old-timers hockey with Team Remax Canada. And today, Bryn, we've got the captain, team captain and, and head cat herder for Team Remax Canada from Calgary, Alberta, Ken Eddy. Ken, how are you? Hi, Ken. Hey, guys. Well, I'm fantastic. Just came from my doctor's appointment. He's, he's threatening to put cortisone in my entire body. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as you can skate, who cares, right? Whatever it takes. That's what I say. That's right. Hey, Ken, can I jump in? Do you like the term old timers or is it, would you rather use veterans? <laughs> would you rather use vintage? Is, are you okay with that? You know, grizzled veterans, experienced players. You know, in Europe, actually, they call them old boys. Oh, yeah, that's right. Really? Lots of times. Yeah, the Canada old, old boys. Old timers are old boys. Yeah. Yeah. And our, uh, well, and we're definitely getting older. What is the average? Do you know the average age of our team that we're bringing to Europe this year? 50. 50 years old. Wow. When I joined the team, God, how many years ago? Uh, I'm assuming that our average age was probably 40 or less back then. Well, the first year I did it in 2000, it was 40. Yep. So in 21 years, it's only gone up 10 years. Oh, wow. We're hmm. either lying about our ages yep. or perhaps we have younger players. Yeah. Well, let's talk about why you're on the podcast because today we're going to talk about Team Remax Canada and what you've done is, is essentially combined two of your favorite things, hockey and travel. Um, and let's start with that. Like how many countries have you been to in your life, Ken? In my life, I've been to 45, and I have to admit, though, that includes the Vatican. Okay. <laughs> it's its own country. Yeah, and how many um, hockey trips have you organized? This is the 16th. 16th, and so, and how many countries visited over those 16 trips? I'm going to say 23. 23 countries that you've played hockey in. Isn't that, would you have thought that as a young man growing up in Ontario, in, in Thunder Bay? Is that where you're from? Sault Ste. Marie. Oh, Sault Ste. Marie. I apologize. Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. From Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. Wish you had a nickel every time you'd heard that. <laughs> <laughs> would you have dreamed that hockey would take you all over the world? Not at all. You know, when you, I tell people that I didn't play professional hockey for one reason. Lack of talent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a small reason. Ho <laughs> hockey has taken me a long ways. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And um, do you have a favorite country? Boy, that's I get asked that all the time. Yeah. On, on favorite countries or favorite cities. It's a real tough one to answer. But I'd have to say Poland. And how many? My favorite country. I Interesting. That. Yeah. I mean, and you've been to Poland what, three times, four? Three times. And Polish people love Canadians and vice versa. Absolutely incredible country. I mean, uh, literally, I've never been disappointed with any of the countries we've gone to. They're usually so surprising and, and, and so much better than, than you can ever imagine and different than, than you ever imagine. Uh, do you have a favorite trip? What, is there one trip out of the 16 trips that stands out? Well, we haven't gone to 16th yet. That's oh, next week, 15. Right? Out of the 15 you've so been on, excuse me. Out of the 15, yeah. again, a question I get asked all the time. Yeah. I would have to say, if I had to say, because they're all great, yeah. the, f the first time we went to Poland, we did Poland for a week and then the Czech Republic for a week after that. Ooh, nice. That was probably the best and eye-opening experience. 
It was fun. Well, what can I ask? What, what was eye opening about it, other than the fact that you know it, it's Eastern Europe, and a lot of history has happened in those two countries. Well, I can speak for. Well, let's talk about Poland. The first of all, we stayed in Krakow, yeah. beautiful, spectac- beautiful city, spectacular city. Yeah. We went and toured the salt mines. Yeah. If you haven't been to the salt mines, you have to go. It's so hard to describe what these are like. They are so massive. You could probably travel those salt mines for a month and never even get all the major corridors. Mm-hmm. And the second thing that really hits home, and I think everybody should visit this, I've been in the concentration camps in Auschwitz. Mm-hmm. I've been there twice, third time I didn't go. But we have played in a city called Osenswin right beside it. Yeah. And that is eye-opening. Really, really, really powerful. Yeah, and and uh, I'm so lucky to have been included in these trips, and so thank you for for the invite way back when. And and I obviously this this podcast is very self indulgent because I get to talk about how much fun we do have over in the in Europe and and Japan. One trip to Japan for these hockey trips. But let's talk about how did this how did the first trip come about? How did you decide to do this? Can I, can I backtrack just for a second? Sure. Because I get asked about favorite cities and countries, as I mentioned, but I've got favorite games. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, I just mentioned uh, Ossentia Poland. Our first game there, you go from such a down after touring the Auschwitz concentration camp, and we're all sitting around the dressing room after. It's only a couple hours later. And the emotional change from, from that up to it ended up winning 7-5 in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, another great game was Weisswasser, Germany, which Brent, you were there, mm-hmm. 10-6 victory. Yeah. And uh, another one we lost, we've been there three times, and I I can't pronounce it right, it's, I can't even read it properly, Swagasvahera, Hungary, which is south of Budapest. Mm-hmm. We've lost every time we've been there, but they've been close games and truly epic battles. Can, can I jump in and say that perhaps your defense is lacking? Those scores you threw at me, I think I may have discovered part of your problem. Well, we did win in Berlin, nineteen to two. Yeah, does that help? That was a, that put was, up a bit of a wall there. He, I see what you did. Yeah, oh, put up bump. Yeah, hey, look you. at you. Yeah, the, if yeah. you hadn't guessed, uh, Bryn is the king of puns. But uh, <laughs> the the uh, yeah, old timers hockey, Bryn is is. There's not a lot of defense in old timers hockey. Yeah, there's not a lot of back checking. Have to be taken down to the other end of the arena. So yeah, we, can, we only have enough energy to make it down one way <laughs> and then glide back. Right? Isn't? I mentioned too that that game in Berlin was. We played it in the Tempelhof Airport, which they just closed a few years ago. Yeah, that was nicknamed Hitler's Airport. Really? Yeah, so you have a twin rinks, a portable rink, put inside this hangar. The hangar itself was six levels deep. Yeah, and the bottom two levels are still flooded from World War Two. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, wow. that was it. Was quite uh, it, it, again some of the things that we've seen, um, even well the, the times that we have because the group is really tight and a lot of us have been on many trips. Is how is somebody has somebody been on every trip with you? Ron Neal. Yeah, so, so two of them have been on every single trip, Bryn, and, and, and uh, I've lost track. I think I'm around 10 trips, but I'm not even sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, we were talking about, oh, well, Weisswasser, before we get back into, uh, I, I remember the bus ride home actually being more fun than the, even the hockey game. How did the first trip come about? When I was living in Winnipeg, a bunch of us were going to go play in Finland, so I was asked to go play there on a, on a tour, much like this one. 
And unfortunately, I got transferred before that trip ever came about. I've always wanted to do that. And coming out to, to Calgary, where I've been here for the last 30-some years, and I thought, you know what? I would love to go over to Europe to play hockey. That would be a great adventure. And it looks like I have to organize it myself, so that's what I did. <laughs> and where was the first trip? First trip was to the Czech Republic. And, and how did you recruit guys to, get, to go on that first trip? How did you get the word out? Most of the guys came from our annual REMAX hockey tournament that moves around Western Canada. And it started in 1999 asking guys, and then we, I think we flew out of Calgary or out of Canada on January 6, 2000. And then, I guess, explain to those people who are thinking that they'd like to do this themselves, how do, you, how do you go about arranging all the games, the teams that we play, the buses, the tours, the hotels? Well, the first couple of years I did it myself with a connection over overseas. Mm-hmm. It's really tricky. Yes. After that, we started using a company out of Ontario. They do this for a living. And there is a million moving parts to putting together this type of trip. Mm-hmm. You know, organizing the players is, is one thing that falls on my shoulders, but from buses to games, to parties, to hotels, tour guides, tours, tour guides, it's just endless. And currently we're using a, a company out of Ottawa called the uh, Moore sports tours. Okay. Fabulous company. Yeah. And, and they basically give us our itinerary if I'm not mistaken. They do. Well, I talked to them quite a bit about it, Mm -hmm. but they're limited too with the other teams. If they can get the ice time, the availability, all sorts of things that play come into the mix to make sure that they can pull this off. So where are we going this year? This year we're flying into Copenhagen, Denmark, and then we're going to go to Gothenburg, Sweden. And we were supposed to end up in Oslo, Norway, but unfortunately also, or sorry, Norway still has a wall up with us visiting Canadians because of COVID. So plan B, which is a nice plan B, we're going to end up driving across Sweden to Stockholm. Fantastic. And how do you make the decision of where we're going each time? Well, at the end of the day, I might talk to a few players and discuss where they want to go, where they don't want to go. But I always reserve the veto power on that. <laughs> yeah. And I do put a lot of thoughts thought into it because I know that when you go on a trip like that, you're, you're taking, well, this trip 17 days. There's a lot of responsibility to make sure everybody enjoys it. Yep. They have fun. Right. We have good competition, good sights to see, and good hotels. So I don't, I don't take the decision lightly, but we certainly have been to enough countries. D- definitely, and, and had some shenanigans. <laughs> and, and maybe you can, not that we can share all of the stories I'm sure that have, have happened, but is there anything in, uh, anything unusual or, or some crazy story that you can share with us that's happened on one of the trips? Brent, there's such a long list of things that have happened. I wouldn't even know where to start. Um, you know, a few years ago, I wrote a story for Remax International. And I tell them, what time does a bus leave? That's right, because that's the number one question all day long, every day. What time does the bus leave? What time does the bus leave? That's all we ever have to know, by the way. In, in that story, I, the last couple of paragraphs I put in, if, if you really want, want to know what happened on those trips, you'll have to get one of the players drunk. And if they <laughs> tell you a story that sounds so outlandish, so unbelievable, Chances are it's 100% true. Or crazy. That's about the only way you're going to get it. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So, so buy your Remax agent a drink and, and he might spill the beans on if he was on one of the trips. Um, how many more trips is there going to be? 
Good question. Again, a question I get asked all the time. How many more trips can your body withstand, I guess, is maybe a better question. <laughs> you want my opinion or my doctor's opinion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 yeah. We already know your doctor's opinion. He wants you to retire now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, I would say I've got a few more trips in, in my body before I go to the great penalty box in the sky. And can you give us a spoiler alert where the next trip might be? It might be, and the word there is might, mm -hmm. to Switzerland and then Southeast France. Oh, fantastic. Count me in. Nice. Um, well, we'll wrap up here. We'll switch gears a little bit because obviously uh, you and I know each other through the Remax uh, family and, and we both sell real estate, me in Edmonton, you in Calgary. And uh, how we really got to know each other was from some of your uh, previous trips were real estate agent uh, retreats throughout North America. And I wanted to talk a little bit about those. How many of those have you done? 12 of them. Wow. And, and you want to list some of the fit your favorite locations? <laughs> favorite locations, I would say New Orleans, yeah, San Diego, Boston. Those were all I good. Did quite a few more from Bamp, Palm Springs, Bamp, Vegas, Buenos Aires, Argentina. Oh, right. All and, over the place. And do you have any more of those trips coming up? Quite possibly. But since my wife might listen to this, I better not say where it's going to be. But Okay. It, I, I hint music city music city okay we will say no more um so if there is a real estate agent listening and you're looking to up your game and add some some great nuggets to your business i can't think of a better way to do it than joining one of the kennedy seminars and and going on on a retreat they were absolutely incredible and and you didn't do it for the money i can tell you that because i because you and i have shared that 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 was for the just the love of sharing with other real estate agents it's for the experience, the networking, you get ideas from across the country on how to improve your real estate business. Yeah. Right, I highly recommend it. Absolutely. It's, it's a great, great two, three, four days. Let me jump in here. Uh, it's just, it's hard for me to believe it was two years ago that I was at the world junior hockey championship in the Czech Republic, but there's something special about watching your team from Canada win on foreign turf. Mm-hmm. But you also get an opportunity to see how important it is to, uh, to talk to other fans in your guys' situation, talking to other players from you know, around the world. Being able to do the cultural share is also going to be something special. Would it not be, Ken? Well, I think for us to go over to especially Eastern Europe, uh, you know, it is a bit of a cultural shock for us. And you get very educated quickly. Yeah. It's the small idiosyncrasies that really surprise you. And I think everyone has enjoyed the trips. No one's ever complained about the trips. Uh, we've really expanded our minds by going to these different countries from Romania, Serbia, to uh, Latvia, yep. you know, Ukraine, all over the place. Yeah, yeah, some some absolutely incredible people that are so giving and and you know basically after each hockey game and and we grind it out on the ice and then the game is forgotten and and we go and 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 share beers with the other team immediately after the game and that's maybe the best part of the entire thing is is that um, that cultural exchange with the other players is is really incredible and and of course something I know that you're really proud of Ken is is wearing that maple leaf on your chest. You know, I think every uh, every young Canadian, every, well, let's say older Canadian, uh, should be proud of it. When you're traveling around the world, people look to Canada very favorable, and they certainly do respect our hockey ability. 
and I'm, I'm very proud to wear it. I know that we were in Weisswasser, Germany, one of the rookies that year, a good friend of mine here from Calgary. After the national anthem, he said to me, he goes, Ken, I could go home right now, <laughs> and, and I'm satisfied. The puck hadn't even dropped yet. Yeah. Isn't that great? Well, I guess the next time I'm going to see you will be in Copenhagen. So I'll, I'll meet you there. Um, while you're not traveling Europe, you're selling real estate back in Calgary. How do people find you? You can just give me a holler at 403-510-2133 or look me up at kenedy.com. I'm easy to find. <laughs> And oh, Brent, can I tell one story? Can I throw one story of in? Of course, let's finish. Yes, is a, definitely. This is one that's safe to tell. <laughs> when we were touring in, in Poland, we are actually in Warsaw, and the Canadian ambassador, his last name is Costello, his dad was actually head of the International Ice Hockey Federation at one time. I'm not sure if he was at the time we were there. And he invited us to the Canadian embassy for a party on a Monday night. Now, just tell you how much Poland respects Canada and likes Canada. The Canadian embassy is right across the street from the Polish parliament buildings. There's just a park in between. And they have a, it's a beautiful building, a walkout basement, the barbecue. And downstairs, they have a bar. And they call it the beaver bar because on the, on the bar, there's actually a stuffed beaver standing up on his back two legs. Yeah. And we're partying and drinking and having a good time. I asked, I looked at the beaver. And he, he was missing a tooth, one of his two front teeth. Oh, no. <laughs> and I asked the ambassador, I said, what happened to the beaver? And he goes, oh, Ken, he said, I'm glad you asked. He said, well, back when the Olympics were in Vancouver, I invited all the Americans to come over and, and have a party and watch the final game. <laughs> of course, you know, Crosby scores the golden goal and party got carried away. Well, they stole the beaver. Oh, no. He says, I had to write a diplomatic letter to the American ambassador to get the beaver back. <laughs> and it came back with a missing tooth. Both its, its front paws are broken. And it literally were bandages holding it together. <laughs> but I took a, I had a coin, actually a toonie in my jacket pocket. And I jammed it into the beaver's mouth to, to uh, facilitate as a second big tooth there. But true story. Guy, you're talking about Murray Costello, correct? Correct. Yes, yeah, there is Murray. you go. Okay. Hey, uh, thanks for being with us. Brent, how do people get a hold of you? They can find us here in Edmonton at 780-464-0075 or on the web at macintoshgroup.ca. You guys have yourself a great trip. That's all the time we have for today. We love the feedback, so make sure you drop us a line. And, of course, uh, you can check us out at the Macintosh Group at Remax River City. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent McIntosh, and we'll see you next time. 